Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. This morning, I'm giving honor. We worship you, Lord. We magnify your holy name. We adore you. We give you all praise. We give you honor. Uh-uh. The praises will never stop on Mount Zion. In your presence, the Bible says there is fullness of joy. In your right hands there are pleasures forevermore. So even right now, as your presence richly is richly present here, we know that it's permeating the screens to every home, to everywhere where people are watching this morning. And we give you the praise in the name of Jesus. Right now, Father, let your word come precisely and powerfully and let there be testimonies of salvation, of healing, of deliverances, that your name alone may be glorified. Take all the glory, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I know that you have a testimony too. If just from last Thursday, when we first had to broadcast this way, I know you have a testimony. Uh, if just from Sunday, I know you have a testimony. I mean, a lot of comments have been coming on, a lot of encouragement from people. And we want to say, uh, keep writing, keep sending in the details, keep sending in the comments and the testimonies. It does not only encourage us, it tells us that God is up to something beyond our imagination. God bless you in Jesus' name. I want to take my text today from the book of Psalms in 125. So our meditation is from the book of Psalms in chapter 125. Praise the Lord. Uh, it's a familiar psalm. It's something that we read all the time. A lot of times I've had to meditate on the scripture and sincerely the blessings have been tremendous for me. Um, I read says, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. Um, verse 2. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and even forevermore. Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. I can go on to verse 3 because it's such a rich psalm. As a matter of fact, I think I should read the whole psalm. I think it only has five verses. So verse 3 says, For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest. Glory be to God in the highest. On the land allotted to the righteous. Glory be to God. Shall not rest on the portion of the righteous. Uh, lest the righteous reach out their hands to iniquity. Verse 4. Say, Do good, O Lord to those who are good, and to those who are upright in their hearts. As for such as turn aside to their crooked way, the Lord shall lead them away with the workers of iniquity. Hallelujah. May peace will remain upon Israel. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Amen. So those who trust in the Lord, I mean, if there's a time to trust God, I think it's much more now more than ever. Now, more than ever. You know, I mean, it just keeps on playing in my mind. When man comes to his wit end, it's only God. It's only God. I don't think we should even preach to anyone right now that to trust God. The question is, what else is there to do? And that's why 
uh, I just want to encourage you with this psalm. For us to have it in the Bible, it just proves to you that the life of a man is in a solidar. It's up and down. But the amazing thing is that whether you're on the mountain or you're in the valley, God is everywhere. You can't trust him. He will answer you. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. When Moses was fighting the Amalekites, he was on the mountain, lifting up his rod. The Bible says he was doing that. The battle was being won. His hands got tired. Then Aaron and Hor had to help him lift up his hands. But remember, he was on the mountain. As long as he lifted up the rod, was won. The battle was in their favor. But when he got tired and his arms had come down, he went the other way. But what I'm, what I'm saying that is that he was on the mountain and God was attesting to the fact that he was depending on him right on the mountain. And God answered him. Remember, he was there. Joshua was there in the war. Glory be to God in the highest. I'm just, I just can't explain to you that anywhere you are, whether on the mountain or in the valley, you can trust God. Glory be to God in the highest. But again, that was Moses. What about Jonah? He wasn't just in the valley. He was in the belly of the sea. Not just in the belly of the sea, it was in the belly of the fish. What can be worse? For him, hope should be lost. And in fact, it was lost. But for the fact that there was a window. See, what window? Trust in God. Hallelujah. And so Jonah cried unto God from the belly of the fish, from the belly of the sea. Come on. The most part of the earth. God answered him. You can trust God anywhere. You can trust God Anytime. So the question is this. Are you at your wit's end? For most of us on earth today, the man, corona, corona, yeah. Maybe corona. But for some, it's worse than corona. I don't know what your situation may be. You can trust God today. Glory be to God in the highest. I mean, it's like I'm feeling somebody saying that, man, so that's a window. God will always leave a window. That's why he's the most merciful he will hear your cry when you call. So it says, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. What about Mount Zion? <laughs> Which cannot be moved. Glory be to God in the highest. Anyway, you want to look at the word moved. It just, it will fit into whatever you're thinking. No matter how bad it is, expecting the worst, all you need to do right there, trust God. Rather than descend, you will arise. But that's what it is. It can't be worse than it is. Is somebody hearing me? And that's why we can boldly say to the one that trusts in God, we say, fear not. <laughs> because we know that this too shall pass. Trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. And those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. So in other words, you cannot be moved. That is, you cannot begin to live your life in the fear of a worse situation. Your expectation is that God will deliver and he will in the name of Jesus. He cannot be moved. And again, that shows the pattern of God actually. And this is an idiom in Hebrew that describes those who really are confident of the ability of their God. Remember in Ephesians 3.20, it says, unto him, Paul was writing to the Corinthian church, that now that you are, you are, now, you are now Christians, you are covenant children of God, you are now in Christ. He said, this God who come to trust is such that he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above, whatever you can think or ask. So whatever is carrying you today, whatever is 
create an anxiety in your heart. Know that you can trust God. He's more than able to do beyond even your expectation. You are saying, just bring me out of this. It won't just bring you out. It will bring you out and lift you up. That's the God we serve. So what I'm saying is, they're like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. Then he says, but abide forever. Glory be to God <laughs> in the highest. Abide forever. Now, quickly, let me just literally look at it. We were told that Jerusalem is a mountain. There is a Mount Zion. So it's, all, it's a mountainous city. And they said, as high as it is, it is surrounded by higher mountains. Now, two things here. You cannot be moved. Because you put your trust in God. Number two, because you put your trust in God, you are surrounded. Can I say it again? Those who put their trust in God cannot be moved. They're like one Zion. And then they are surrounded, hallelujah, like the mountains around Jerusalem. You know, I was in the version. It says, they who trust in the Lord are as unshakable and unmovable as Mount Zion. Then the verse 2 says, just as the mountain surrounds Jerusalem, so the Lord's wrap around presence, glory be to God in the highest, surrounds his people. So when they say, when, when the Bible says that, so the Lord surrounds his people, how does he do it? By his presence. So this version brings it out clearly, even in the Old Testament, by his presence. He surrounds his people. So I'm going to stress that presence for some few minutes. But before then, let me give you a good story. Glory be to God in the highest. In 2 Kings chapter 6, Ben Hadad got so pompous. He got so prideful. Maybe because he has witnessed some little successes. And then he decided that he will attack the city of Dota. Particularly what irritated him was this. When he would plan certain things against the people of God, Elisha will receive revelations and warn them ahead of time. Glory be to God in the highest. Um, and to him, the king, he was like, who is leaking our secrets here? Who is the traitor here? And by the time they saw they were all in trouble and they searched and they couldn't find, somebody said to him, say, sir, nobody is saying anything about what you were planning here or what you are planning in your bedroom. There is a man of God in Israel that sees ahead. And this man of God hears and sees what you are planning, even your bedchamber. Come on. It was tough for him to believe, but he did. He said, you know what? I want you to go bring him here alive. I want to see him. So he sent his troop to Dothan, the little city where Elisha dwelt. Do you know that the little place where you occupy could be the refuge that will extend to save your community? Do you know that your prayers are enough? The Bible says the effect of having prayer of a righteous man are very much. Do you know that the Bible says that the blessing of the righteous will, make it, will lift up in the entire city? So I'm saying to those of us who are coming children of God, let this time be an opportunity to manifest the glory and the grace of God. Listen to me. This time, these two 
shall pass. Many have passed in the past. This too shall pass. Glory be to God in the highest. And so they went. Second Kings chapter 6. So they went and they surrounded the city. Aha. Uh -huh. And it was in the night. Usually the devil tries in the night. I don't know what seed the devil has put or comes apart or, 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 or set against you in the night. What does that mean? When you are not aware. So they were set. They surrounded the city. A small city. The first person to come out was the servant of Elisha, I believe, Gehazi. Now the question is this. Do you think Elisha didn't know? But you see, those that trust in the Lord are like Mount Zadeh. They cannot be moved. He was unperturbed. He knew something that the, that the physical realm didn't know. Though he was in the physical. But when Gehazi got out there and saw that they were surrounded, he screamed and ran back inside. That must have been a very small, in fact, not a city town, it must have been a very small town. For Gehazi to see from where he stood, it must have been a small town. He ran inside to go and meet the, uh, the prophet and said to the prophet, let me, let, me, let me quote his word exactly. His words are interesting. I mean, I mean, Gehazi's word, the servant's word. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. Mm -hmm. Aha. Verse 15 of Second Kings chapter 6. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Today is not an army of horses and chariots. It's an army of viruses. A potent virus that is defeating even the strongest army on earth. And the question really in the hearts of many and on the lips of men is, what shall we do? And all the scientists and all the presidents and kings are running health are looking for what to do. So today we are saying, what shall we do? Just like Gehazi. Seems like we were surrounded. Seems like we are besieged. Come on. Now, look at the response of the servant of God. So he answered, Elisha answered. Remember the question is, what shall we do? Elisha answered, what did he answer? Do not fear. Come on. Again, I want to repeat it. Do not fear. Fear doesn't add anything to you. It weakens and depletes. It cripples, like we said on Sunday. Yeah. He said, do not fear. For those who are with us, are more than those who are with them. Now, listen to me. He was saying some were with us. And he was saying the reason he was on move was because those who were with them were more than this physical army that the servant could see. But he meant it. He saw something. Then he did something. He told him not to fear. And he told him that. I'm sure at that point he stood there looking at him. <laughs> What are you saying, sir? Then he prayed a prayer. 
He said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. <laughs> and Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. I pray today that God will open your eyes that you may see that God is not dead. That God is still alive. That God is still on the throne. That God is still the merciful God. Glory be to God in the highest. I've heard people come with all kinds of um, explanation, which is good. Maybe some, maybe they are true. Some are saying that this is the judgment of God on the earth. Possibly. You may be right. Sincerely, I say it with all sincerity. You may be right. But I want you to understand that the same Bible says, in the same Old Testament, that his mercy rejoices over his judgment. <laughs> so whilst he is judging, that is taking the concept of those, I agree with those who are saying this is judgment of God. Probably, yes. But there is still the mercy of God. So the question is this. Will you want to just slide down and wait for judgment? Or jump into this mercy? You can jump into the cloud of his mercy. No matter how bad you may be, his mercy will never let you go. You know this songwriter, was this is why now? He says, mercy said no. I will never let you go. I will never let you sleep away. You don't have to be afraid. Mercy said no. Sin will never take control. Life and death to face to face. Darkness tries to steal my Thank you, Jesus. Mercy said. So back to the story. Those who put their trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, but cannot be moved. As the mountain surrounds Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. Let that be your confidence today. So he prayed that prayer. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. Your eyes of faith will open in the name of Jesus. That's my prayer. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. So when Jesus came down to him, he prayed. He said, strike these people, I pray, with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of the Lord. Now, can you see prayer? He prayed twice. The first prayer said, open the eyes of my servant so he could see what I see. You see, faith is not by sight. Faith is believing, is trusting, is knowing. And what does that do? It gets you taking action without seeing in the physical. But it's not a blind action. It is based on truth. It is based on knowledge. There's something you know. Just like he knew. He saw, but the young man did not. So his eyes were open. So when the people were on, the soldiers would come down to, to take him. He said, Father, you could open the eyes of this man, shut the eyes of this army. Their eyes were shut. Can I pray a prayer for you today? Everything, whether physical, whether human, whether spiritual, 
that is gathering or that is planning and plotting against your destiny against your well-being i command their eyes to blind off in the name of jesus i command your own eyes to open to the salvation of a living god his arms are not too short that he could not save his ears are not stopped that he can hear his ears are inclined to the cry of the righteous he wasn't perturbed he was unmoved and look at the process surrounding surrounding do you know the amazing thing um in the new testament that is the same situation but even much more much more powerful much more present than it is in the Old Testament. But before I go, while I was still saying that, it was like, that's how you fight your battle. I remember a song we sing in church often. It said, this is the way I fight my battle. This is how we fight our battle. This is how we fight our battle. This is how we fight our battle. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battle. As a covenant child of God, this is how we fight our battles. Like Elijah did. This is how we fight our battle. It may look like we're surrounded, but we're surrounded by God. Hallelujah. It may look like we're surrounded, but we're surrounded by God. It may look like we're surrounded, but we're surrounded by God. So how do you fight our battles? The enemies may seemingly be overwhelming us right now. But the spirit of God, the presence of God will overwhelm the devil. And that's how we fight our battles. And we are confident that no matter how pressing the matter will be, God will carry the day. You know, the scripture says, no one that puts his trust in I think Romans chapter 10, verse 11, said no one that puts his trust in him shall be put to shame. You will never be put to shame over this matter. Nigeria will never be put to shame over this matter. I mean, really, let's, let's look at it. If the developed world are in trouble, what's the hope for the developing world? But hear me and hear me clearly. Nigeria will never be put to shame. We will never be put to shame. You say, why? We put our trust in God. Now, I'm not saying that you should not do the needful. Get me straight. It is the wisdom of God that we are blessed with experts in this area. Whether you're talking scientists or doctors or engineers or lawyers, you think the devil is creative? Of course he's not. He steals everything he has. So he steals the case he destroys. But the spirit of God is the creative spirit. So all these ones you see, they are gifts to us by God. So when they come to advise us on matters of life and the society, it will do us a lot of good to yield. So I want to advise you, maintain social distance. Maintain good hygiene. Listen to the government working hard assiduously to keep us all safe. And where they say, minimize your going out, please do. Reduce your number in the garden, please do. It's a blessing 
to obey. But you see, in addition to this, it is God that brings life. So why should we obey all this? Put your confidence in God. It is this same God that is going to give them the wisdom to do. He will sustain them. He will give them the know-how. He will give them the skills, the strategies. And that's why our prayers are always with them. So what am I saying? No one that puts his trust in him shall be put to shame. Let me now quickly deal with how it is in the New Testament. Now, if the presence of God could be that potent, effective, powerful in the Old Testament, how much more in the New Testament? I won't go into too much details. But you see, this spirit of God and this presence of God, which of course David said in Psalm 16 verse 8, said, the Lord I have said before me, is always at my right hand. I shall not be moved. So if we have established anything where the presence of God comes, you will be moved. If you are trusting God, it is his presence that wraps around. You cannot be moved. I can go into a lot of things that this does. One, there will be no shame. Number two, you cannot be moved. Number two, you are sick. Number three, you are secured. Number four, he said, where is surrounds his favor? Come on. Psalm 5 verse 12. So a lot. Come on. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. When he surrounds you, there is joy. Right? So when he surrounds you, instead of being afraid, instead of panicking, you will be living in pleasure. Everything that you need for victory, everything you need to, be, to fulfill your destiny on earth lies in the presence of God. And how do you provoke that presence? Trust in the Lord. So let me quickly say the way it is in the New Testament. Jesus was talking to them in the book of John. You know what he says? He, says, he said he was going. He said, and they were sad. He said it was expedient that he would go. See, because if he, if, if he didn't go, then the Holy Spirit would not come. That's his presence. And he said something about that. He said, and when he will come, he will not just be with you. He will not just be a wrap around you. He will be in you. So for us, today, much more than he was with Elijah. He was on Elijah. He was around Elijah. He was a wrap around Elijah. But for us today, he's a wrap around for us, and he lives in us. So on top of the presence of God for us, is around us, that is with us, and is in us. So how then do we provoke this presence to be all that Pastor Tyler has been saying? By trusting God. Simple. They that put their trust in him shall not be moved. They'll be like Zion, we cannot be moved. And no one that puts his trust in him shall be put to shame. You will never be put to shame in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. And so how do we practicalize that thing? How do we really explain this trust? Glory be to God in the highest. <laughs> when Gehazi saw them, you know what he said? He confessed what he saw. He spoke what he saw. He spoke, I mean, he declared, oh, we were surrounded. He declared, what shall we do? But those were not the words of Elisha. Elisha declared what he knew and what he saw. Though he saw the physical, he knew that there was a mightier army in the spirit. As quick 
even quicker, as potent, even much more than the physically saw. So he was saying what he saw. So what am I talking about? This trust. I'm talking about faith. What is faith? You declare what you know, what you hear, what you see, as against what you are seeing in the physical. And that's how you provoke a manifestation. Glory be to God in the highest. So he may be around me, he may be in me. What do I believe? If I believe it, I will speak like he's in me. I will speak like he's around me. I won't speak the fear and the defeat of my surrounding. Is somebody hearing me? And that's how he delivers us from the horrible pit. That's how he brings us out of every trouble. That's how he heals our body from what the devil, what the devil and what man and science thinks can never be healed. That's why he keeps us alive when people expect that we should have died seven times before. Is somebody hearing me? Because I believe that today is the day of salvation for many. In the name of Jesus. I believe that today is the day of deliverance for many. In the name of Jesus. I believe that today is the day of victory for many. In the name of Jesus. Let me say this to you quickly. The moment you are free in your heart, you are free in the physical. The moment you come to trust God to know that this corona will not affect me in the name of Jesus, then you will out, then you begin to live it out. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. So he said what he believed. He said what he saw. You know, in Corinthians 2.10, he says that the fullness of the Godhead dwells in Christ and Tyro. And you are complete in him. In him. In him. In Acts 28, Paul was talking to the council. Guess what he said? He said, even as your poets have written, it is in him I live, I move, and I have my being. You say what you believe. It comes out in your everyday discussions, everyday dialogue, everyday talk. Jesus said it clearly. He said, it's out of the abundance of that you speak. So, I can be saying something. If I don't believe it, I will betray myself in no time. But what I believe is what I will say. You will hear it seep out from time to time. This life can be lived victoriously in Christ Jesus. Listen to me again. This period will pass in the name of Jesus. Remember Job in 5.19? said, ah, he would divide her six, I mean, six times. He would do it only seven times. Glory be to God in the highest. So now, they that trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. Ah, they cannot be moved. And as the mountain surrounds Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. I put it to you again, you are surrounded in Jesus' name. You cannot be moved in the name of Jesus. And the secret, say what you know. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you honor. Father, we worship you and we adore you. We thank you, Father, for all that we are seeing today. We thank you for the progress with which our governments are moving. We thank you for all the efforts they are putting in place to make sure that people are saved. We ask for more grace for them and more wisdom for them in the name of Jesus. We pray that their efforts will be crowned with success in Jesus' name. And we pray for the masses, Lord, that the fear of corona will not paralyze us in Jesus' name. 
that as we obey the instruction of the government, we will see your power and move in the name of Jesus. So we speak strength to the hearts of everybody. And we declare to the church of Jesus Christ that this is your time to look up. And this is a time to manifest the glory of our God. And we know that our God is not asleep. He will move in this power in the name of Jesus. So Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We worship you. We adore you. We magnify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.